This book is called The Secret Zoo by Brian Chick. This is the prelude or the beginning before the story starts. It says, The Discovery of a Secret, July 18th. Megan raced across her backyard to the tree fort. The wind snapped her pajamas and the stiff grass pricked her bare feet. At the tree trunk, she grabbed the ladder and peered up. She could faintly see the wooden planks of the fort and beyond them, the moon and the stars. Somewhere up there, she'd left her glasses. At least she hoped she had. She climbed the long ladder and crawled into the fort. A glint of moonlight pulled her attention to a near corner where she discovered her glasses lying like a big crumpled insect. She scooped them up and put them on. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, she gasped. A sudden noise broke through the trees. It was a faint crackling sound like a piece of dry wood splintering and it came from nearby. Two or three houses down, maybe. Megan stood still and listened. A minute later, she heard the noise again, but this time it was louder. Crack! Then she heard a grunt as if someone had been hurt. She ran to the wall of the fort and looked up and down the neighbor's lawn. Nothing. The dark landscape was creepy. She whistled and called her dog, her next-door neighbor's dog. Patches, is that you? Are you? She heard the noise again. Crack! Then a thump, a thud, and another grunt. Megan and her friends kept binoculars in the fort. She found them and balanced the lenses on her nose. Magnified, her neighborhood looked even darker than before, and the houses seemed to be trembling, until she realized that was her hand shaking. The zoo, she whispered. She ran to the opposite side of the fort. The only thing separating her neighborhood from the Clarksville City Zoo was a long, windy concrete wall. From Fort Scout, she had a clear view over this wall. In daylight, she could watch the giraffes, bears, seals, and hippos as they ran, swam, and lazed about. She steadied the binoculars and stared into the zoo. Lamp posts illuminated the paths, but the exhibits were too dark to see. She heard the crushing sound again and realized that it wasn't coming from the zoo. She dashed back to the opposite window and scanned the neighbor's yard once more. Nothing, nothing but grassy lawns, trees, and rooftops. The grunting echoed between the houses. Megan pushed up the binoculars so suddenly that they clinked against her glasses. Now she was more than creeped out. She was downright scared. Come on, Megan, she said. Nothing's out there. Quit freaking yourself out. She gasped. Something was there. Some kind of creature was walking on a gable roof, three houses down. What is that, she whispered. She focused the binoculars and discovered five creatures creeping across the roof. A six was creeping the branch, climbing the branches of the oak tree beside the house, making the limbs break. 
That was the sound she'd heard, branches breaking. Suddenly, the creature leapt from the shaking tree, flew through the air, and landed on the house with the others. It stomped up the roof peak and bounded onto the chimney. The other five creatures were small and hunched over. Their long arms dangled at their sides, and as they walked, their shoulders rocked like a seesaw. Megan continued to watch them until she realized what they were. Monkeys! It seemed impossible. Monkeys had escaped the zoo and were climbing over a house in her neighborhood. One monkey leapt from the edge of the rooftop. Megan had a clear view of its silhouette in front of the moon. Its feet hit the gutter of the adjacent rooftop with a clang, and the other monkeys followed effortlessly jumping the distance between the houses. No, she said as she stared in disbelief. Nuh-uh. The monkeys jumped to the next house and the next and then disappeared in the sh- into the shadows. Silence and stillness descended over the neighborhood. Noah, Megan hurried down the ladder and rushed into the house. Her old, older brother would know what to do. She flung open his bedroom door, startling him out of sleep. What? Noah gasped. His hair stood out in all directions, reminding Megan of sun rays in in a cartoon. Noah, outside, she blurted, quick. What? Now! She ran back through the house. Noah chased her outside. They dashed across the yard and climbed up to Fort Scout. What are you... Megan snatched the binoculars and shoved them at her brother. Here. Here what? Look through them, she pointed towards the rooftops. Over there, I saw monkeys. Megan, I saw monkeys on the rooftop. Her older brother looked her up and down. You're nuts. Just see for yourself. Noah peered through the binoculars. He searched the landscape for more than a minute, without saying a word, and then he handed the binoculars back to his sister and said, Yep, you're nuts. Noah, I saw them, I'm telling you. He climbed down the ladder saying, What are you doing out here so late anyway? You'll be so dead if mom catches you out here. He reached the ground and turned to run towards the house, calling, Come inside. Megan watched him run back into the house and closed the door on the night. She turned her attention back to the rooftops and her neighbor's yards. She studied the shadowy landscape for nearly an hour, but nothing unusual happened. I know I saw them, she said, trying to convince herself. She climbed down from the fort, returned to the house, dropped into bed, and stared at the ceiling. She couldn't sleep. At two o'clock in the morning, she rolled out of bed and sat at her desk. Nervous, she drummed her fingers on the desktop and shifted her eyes. Her gaze stopped on a single book standing on its edge, a diary. A recent gift from her mother, the diary lacked its first entry. Megan snatched it up and opened to the first page. The binding was so stiff that she had to press the cover down before it would lie flat. She stared at the page. It was ridiculously colorful. Red paper with purple lines and blue stars in the corner. 
In class, she'd learned about brainstorming. She scribbled down ideas as quickly as possible. Her teacher had said it was a way to make sense of something that was difficult to figure out. Megan grabbed a pencil, chewed on the eraser for a moment, and started to write. Date, July 18. Time, 11 p.m. I went outside because I forgot my stupid glasses in Fort Scout again. When I climbed up, dot, dot, dot. She wrote for an hour. Then she closed the diary, set it aside, and turned off the light and climbed back into bed. An hour later, she fell asleep without knowing that she had just completed the first pages of a journal that would eventually alter the course of the world. After the discovery, October 2nd. Fourteen red-eyed leaf frogs hopped down the long zoo corridor, jumping and tumbling over one another as they scrambled forward. Pop, 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 pop. The sticky pads on their feet slapped the floor and sounded like exploding miniature firecrackers. A hundred aquariums lined the walls. Occasionally, a frog leapt sideways and stuck to the glass for a few seconds. The 14 red-eyed leaf frogs hopped into a small exhibit at the end of the corridor. The special exhibit that a young girl had sneaked into just minutes earlier. They found exactly what they feared. Nothing. The girl was gone. Three sheets of notebook paper lay on the ground. Colorful red pages with purple lines and blue stars in the corners. Torn and crinkled, the pages were still fluttering as they settled on the floor. The 14 red-eyed leaf frogs didn't know the pages were from the diary of a girl named Megan Nowicki, who months earlier had spotted monkeys escaping from the zoo. They stared at the pages, then whipping the sheets with their long sticky tongues Three leaf frogs picked them up, and so the story began. That's it for tonight. Tomorrow we'll begin with Chapter 1. I love you. Good night.